Ask Ashley. Yep, that's me. And me. (laughs) Ask Ashley is our take at this whole podcast viral content life. But you'll get to know us too as mothers, sisters, friends, and all the in-between. We've been friends for a lot of years, but we're constantly learning new things about each other. You think your friends share everything with you? Trust me, they don't. Listen, whenever I need advice, someone to talk me off a ledge, or just a good laugh, I call Ashley. And whenever I need to be brought back into that fun single life, I call Ash. She's also really great at helping me organize my whole entire life. So Ash, you ready? I think so. Let's do this. Nice. So you were telling me a story earlier this week. Okay. Typically me and Ash talk every day. Yeah. I will say in the last few months, our conversations have been fewer and farther between, mostly because we've both been busy. Also like, because you decided hustling. to move. Also because you decided to move to a place where I believe your Wi-Fi is yeah. not what no, it used to be. I and it's very hard to FaceTime you. I definitely it's moved so somewhere crazy. where my service sucks. Like even the Wi-Fi, like I can't keep. Uh, um, me and Ash are big FaceTimers, also. Yeah, totally. So, um, no, I can't keep a FaceTime going at it's home. It's so frustrating. No, it is. I'm just like, you know, what? I'm not. I'm not yeah. about to Face. It's I'm like, like you I'm call back like two times and you're like, fuck this. Forget it. Just forget <laughs> it. And then your kids are so cute. Like I want to participate with them, and they like think right. that I'm seeing what they're doing, and yeah. I'm not. And, and you're I'm like, like, no, you've been frozen <laughs> this whole time. But you're like, sure, yeah. I can't deal with love it. That. I just can't. I love can't. That. I totally can't deal with it. But anyways, okay. So yeah, so we haven't talked a lot in a few months, but when, I mean, as much as we do. Yeah. But the stories are nonetheless the same. Nonetheless. Like, honestly, sometimes I prefer not to talk to Ash because (laughs) like, if you don't talk to Ashley in literally, I'm going to say like a week. Okay. I'm going to give you a week. (laughs) I'm going to give her a week. If you don't talk to Ash in a week, her level of stories and the shit that she went through in that week is unmatched unmatched I so i'll be like i'll just call her and be like okay tell me everything <laughs> she'll be like well this guy can't like so right, but so i want to talk about a specific story that you told me this week okay because let's... this is the topic of this podcast is is love blind and i hope that you haven't been living under a rock and everyone has been watching this reality show called love is blind on netflix because this is kind of what we're going to get into. If you haven't, go watch it. I binge watched it in two days. So I, I think I binge watched it in 48 hours as yeah, well. Yeah. Totally. No, it's really good. And and we didn't talk about it. So I'm so anxious to talk we about it. We didn't talk today. about it because I was watching it and I'm like, call her. I'm like, please tell me you're watching Love is Blind. She's like, yeah, I'm on episode five. I'm like, me too. <laughs> okay. Call yeah. me when you're done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So lo- Okay. But let's start with your story because- yeah. It leads into it. Definitely. There is, um, there was a guy that slid in my DMs. I'm not the type of girl, as you know, that like, if I'm going to date you, like someone has to know you or someone, I have to have a point of reference. I need someone that can tell me you're like, you're not a serial killer. You're not a serial rapist. You're actually someone that's funny and you have a good job and you don't come from a weird family. Right. I need all of those. All of them. All of them. And so this guy slid in my DMs. We have a mutual friend. This mutual friend co-signed him to the moon and back. She's like, he's such a great guy. He is not what you're used to dating. Like, you need to get to know this guy. So, of course, first thing you do is you go on their Instagram profile and you start 
stalking their lives, right? Like, what can I find out about him? You and also then, have your friends stalk their lives, but this time I missed it. Yeah, because you didn't have helped. any service. I could have helped you. <laughs> you could have helped me if you had it's like fucking cell phone service. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, this guy and I make some plans to hang out when I'm in town. And I feel like I'm going to be judged, but I'm going to say these things. I walk out of the hotel. It's a safe space. Yeah, it is a safe space. It's really not. People are going to judge you, but continue. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. I live in my truth. I live in my truth. No. So, um, so I walk out of the hotel. There are three cars in front of the hotel. There is a black Range Rover to my right. There is a black Lambo truck to my left. And there is a Cadillac, like car service type sedan in front of me. Which one did you want him to be in? Honestly? Yeah. I wanted him to be in the range or the Lambo truck. Okay, but of those two, I just need to know. Because I could I'll tell you what type of guy that I prefer and you tell me which one. Because those are two different men. Those are two different men. Yeah. I wanted him, what I knew about him and talked about his life. Yes. I wanted him to be in the Range Rover. Okay. I think that typically the men that I date yeah. are the men are in the Lambo in the, in the Lambo, Lambo truck. truck. I know you're not talking. <laughs> Oh, no, I was going to choose the Lambo truck, too. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I was going right. to choose the Lambo okay. truck. Okay. You're all right. You're That's why we're friends. Okay, Okay, Great. go on. So I'm like, hey, I'm down here. And he's like, oh, so sorry. I had to run to the bathroom. I'm in the lobby. And I'm like, okay, I'm outside. Just you'll see me when you get out here. So he walks out the the hotel doors. And I'm like, hi. You know, I give him a hug. He's like, not as tall as he appeared in my Instagram stalking. I'm like, you know, all the things that you think you know yeah, about someone before friends. you meet them. <laughs> and we walk past all of the cars. And I'm like, oh, where are we going? And why he didn't just put his car in the front of the hotel while he went inside to pee? So I'm like, okay. So to the left of the hotel are three parking spots. And in these three parking spots, there are three cars. One is a white pickup truck. The second one is a Hyundai hybrid, not a Toyota hybrid. What color is it? Not a Honda hybrid. It's silver. It's a Hyundai hybrid. And then right next to that car is like a really, really old, rusty, beat up like Chevy. So I'm like, okay, we're going to one of these three cars. Now, I got to stop you because now, now that these three cars are laid out, which one like in this instance, I was hoping we were going to the Uber. The Uber. That's the Hyundai hybrid. hybrid. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. I hope yeah. we're going to the Uber at this right. point. So I really hoped we were going to keep walking past all three of those cars yeah. and we're going to hit like a left. Yeah. Right. So um, we walk up to the car. Wait, we walk up to that set of three cars and he makes a left right at the driver's side. And I was like, you got some fucking nerve to be an Uber driver and not open my door. <laughs> and where's your sticker? Can I Hello? trust you? <laughs> My phone says your name is Chris. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I uh, I walk to the passenger side and I get in the front seat and I'm like, okay, he's a really great guy. He's a really great guy. I keep just like, in my head yeah. and my body. And then all of a sudden it hits me. What the fuck is wrong with you, Ashley? What does it matter what kind of car right. he's driving? Right. Who cares? Right. He's new to the city. For all we know, it might be a rental, you know? But in that moment, I had to start grappling with a lot of emotions about myself and like 
the type of things that I deem important when it comes to men and relationships. Right. And so I'm sitting in the front seat thinking like, I have to tell somebody, I have to text Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> I need her to text, talk yeah. me off a ledge, but I'm just like, no, don't see anything in this car. See him for him. The other thing is that, like, I'm particular about how you keep your car. Like uh. don't have a junky, messy, dirty, nasty. You got your sneakers from the gym, hanging out the one on the back seat, one on the floor. You got your Be Starbucks like, I'm the cup. only one allowed to have my car like that. Okay. <laughs> Hello, I'm a woman. I'm You're a, a woman. man. We you have, have things. You have a lot less to worry about. <laughs> exactly. I have so much on my mind. Um, and so, Ash, I grappled with myself as I'm sitting there, and I decided not to care about the car. Okay. And I'm proud of you. But then, on the way back, when I had to get back in the car and come back to the hotel, I thought, what's wrong with me having certain standards? What is wrong with me knowing the type of vehicle that I drive and that I ride comfortable in and not, I can't have those expectations for the man that I want to date? What do you think? Well, I believe that as you mature and you grow into the woman that you are, like you set certain standards for yourself, whatever those standards might be. And I believe when you're looking for a partner, the partner has to at least measure up to the standards that you see for yourself. So if you drove a Hyundai hybrid, then, hey, match my fly. Like, this is what it is. We're cool. But if you drive an Audi, match my, like, I'm not asking for you to be the richest and be rolling around in a Lamborghini Lambo truck, truck. Yeah. but just match my, because these are the standards that I've set for myself. I work hard so that I can afford to have a nice home and drive a nice car. Correct. And I, I feel that when you're looking for a mate, they have to match your standards. And but why does society make you feel bad for those things? Well, I disagree. I just, no, totally. I disagree Because then that makes you out to be, they'll call you like whatever, a gold Gold digger. digger. But is that really a gold digger? Because I'm just asking for you to come to my level. I'm not asking for you to exceed my level even. But if I'm here, you got to at least come here with me. I want you to match. And it's, it's, to me, it's indicative of a lot of things. That's not just the physical. It's not the actually physically the car. Mm -mm. It's your aspirations. It's your ambitions. It's the things that you like. It's your taste. It says so much more than just what's in your pocket. Yeah. Cause let's be honest. I grappled with that in the front seat of the car as well. That's like, you know, just because whatever he's driving doesn't mean that like, he just texted me. Holy, Ah! let's read the text. (laughs) Oh my God, he's listening. He definitely just texted me. This is unbelievable. What did he say? Hey, beautiful morning. Oh. Yeah, because he's a good guy. He's a good guy. And that's why, like. So here's my question. Okay. When you guys went, you went an eight? We did. I don't want to tell you where. Fridays? Close. Applebee's? Cheesecake Factory. Okay, Cheesecake Factory is all right because everyone loves Cheesecake <laughs> Also, we were like in a podunk town in California type shit. You know what I mean? Like our right. options were limited. Right. It was like sushi. You can't trust sushi from Never. everywhere, right? Like a little blue rib, not a blue ribbon sushi, like a, give me like a name that's like walk and roll, you know, like yeah. a walk and roll sushi yeah. joint, you know? Where it's obviously white people rolling the, the sushi rolls. Yeah, and like they... <laughs> the closest place to get sushi from is like an yeah. hour yeah, plus. No, no, no. That, that fish is old. <laughs> it's just old. So we went to Cheesecake Factory. Okay. 
which is, again, I got picked up in the Honda Hybrid. We went to Cheesecake Factory. So you were. I was really trying to see him for him. Yeah, and you were living a quote unquote regular life. You were out of the New York Correct. city scene. Yep. This is what middle America does. Right. And which is why I feel like. I don't, there's no insults in him driving the Hyundai no. hybrid. It's it's exactly what you say in matching my lifestyle and my fly. Yeah. And I think this and conversation could happen, right? Because if I was a woman that drove a hybrid, a Hyundai hybrid, mm-hmm. and he showed up in a 1989 Saab, yeah. we'd be having the same conversation. Right. You know? It's just, maybe you guys aren't a solid match. Correct. As nice, someone can be so, so nice, nice, so sweet. They, excuse me. They could come from the best family yeah. and just not be what you see for your life. And mm-hmm. I think that going back to the to earlier, what I was trying to say earlier was that that car represented a lot more than just the vehicle. Yeah. It was his ambition. Yeah. It was his desire. Well, did he have it ambition? His, like when you spoke to him, was there a disconnect well, with here's him the and thing. his car? Here's the thing. Here's the update that you don't know. I'm okay. so happy we get to give this to you live oh, on air. Oh my God. So from this date, I watched this Love is Blind, which yeah. we'll dive into in a second. Yeah. And there's a character on there that I really hate. Because she's just like, I think that bitch Jessica, Jessica, Jessica. But bitch. but you could see yourself in Jessica, right? There's no, I could not. I'm so sleep. Where's the camera? At? <laughs> I am not well, Jessica. What happened was I saw oh. a little bit of myself in Jessica. Okay, and so I I believed that like I needed to give this guy a second shot. Oh, okay. So, oh, I get it. I see so where you saw yourself in Jessica. Yeah. Okay. So yesterday, I hung out with him. He picked me up in his Hyundai Hybrid in Beverly Hills. Drove me to Wally's. Oh. Valet. We love Wally's. Valet that Honda Hybrid in the front of Wally's. Oh no 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 no! You <laughs> gotta you gotta find the street parking. <laughs> You got to. There's also a really great lot there that gives you two hours free. So. Girl, I didn't know how to say it. Sitting at the had front. Had he been of, there before? No, he'd never been to Wally's before. He had no idea where we were, what we were doing. And I was like, all right. But I let him pull that Honda Hybrid up to front of Wally's. I let him valet that Hyundai Hybrid. I know, Look at you, you're cringing. I just got the chills. <laughs> I know. I'm being a bitch. I'm sorry. Just cringy. park it. Just fucking park it. Let us walk. Yeah. Even when I go to Wally's, I'll park my car. <laughs> Girl, as I got out, he was trying to ask me if there was enough space. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's space. But the the curb is like a little higher than where the door of the car was. You got his door stuck on the curb. So I got his door stuck on the curb. <laughs> and now I got to like lift the door up to like try to get it off the curb. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't I, I don't want to fuck up your car. Yeah. And he was like, don't worry about it. It's a rental. <gasps> so good. Uh-huh. That's so good. So, so all of this that I had been grappling yeah. with and dealing with and like, oh, my God, what type of man is he? Da-da-da-da. Yeah. He's just moved to the city. Yeah. He's new. He's, He's new. just got his buried. He's trying to figure he it out. He had a rental. Yeah. The one thing that I didn't see when it was I was walking up to those that selection of three cars uh-huh. outside the hotel is that it had a Nevada license plate on it. I was judging, making all these assumptions. You're a bitch. Being Jessica. <laughs> yeah. And um, it wasn't even his car. So good, right? So now do we like him? 
Um, is this a potential candidate? He's totally someone that supports like everything that I do. Like he's read a bunch of my blogs and all that stuff. So he's going like to be listening to this. He's going to be listening to this podcast. Oh, shoot. I know. But this is why I wanted to make it very clear that I was yeah. wrong about him. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to let him know whether or not he has a chance. Oh, okay. I need him to Secrets. figure it out. Although he did. Stay tuned. He did ask <laughs> if um, if I would stay an extra day because he wanted to do dinner at Nobu in Malibu and take me to the Lakers game. Oh. Yeah. Can we know this man's name? Or are we going to give him a name? You know, they all need names. No, they all have names. So <laughs> do we don't have a name for him yet. HH Hyundai Hybrid. HH. We can call him Hyundai. No, we or could hybrid. just call him Hybrid. Hybrid. Yeah. We'll call him Hybrid. No, that is such a good story, Ash. I'm <laughs> so proud of you. Good so job. we hung out at Wally's. We okay. had a bite, um, had a drink. He was like, you know, like kind of impressed by the people that were there a little yeah. bit. And he said something. He's like, yo, I, I like what everybody here is like talking business. They look yeah. like they're getting to the money. Yeah. Da, 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 da. I was like, oh, you don't know where you are, honey. Yeah. And no, they'd be like, getting to the money. Get into the money. Yeah. This lady walked in in this full knit Gucci tracksuit. Sis, it was like a totally a vintage piece. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like she yeah. had had that since this easily since like in 2019. No, no, no. Like she's had it since the early 90s probably. Right. So Fire. fly. I was like, oh, Ash would die. If I'll she die right outfit. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ash would Because I love a vintage tracksuit. Oh, so good. <clears throat> but um, that segues, that conversation yeah. segues. So I was, I let physical mm-hmm. stop me from thinking that this man could be as much as he is. Yeah. Not his physical appearance, but like what I thought the car that he drove. Yeah. Which leads us into Love is Blind on Netflix. Tell for the people who haven't seen Love is Blind yet on Netflix. Ash, give us the premise of the show. So basically, Love is Blind is what they are calling a social experiment. Right. So they pick, you know, I can't remember how many they started with. It was 16 or something. Yeah. It was several single women, several single men. They put them into two separate housing units. And then each day they put them into these pods where they can't see each other, but they talk like between the wall. Imagine you were in jail and you were speaking to your <laughs> cellmate. I mean, your, your cell neighbor. neighbor. Yeah. Essentially, that's what it is. But they had nice couches. They were comfortable. Anyway. And lots of alcohol. Did you notice how much yeah. alcohol was no, involved they were, in this whole they thing? They was drinking. Which, <laughs> Every you know, day, it's important they were like, to... To crack, you know, to feel comfortable. I, I, that, that makes me comfortable too. Totally. So I get it. So every day, you know, they, they're going from pod to pod, meeting all these people. So once you meet someone that you kind of like, then you can set a date with them for like the next day or whatever. And they don't really say how long the people were talking to each other, which was sort of the downfall for me. Cause like, for instance, there was the couple that got engaged first. Okay. So side note. Once you get engaged, so once you decide that this is the person that you want to marry, <laughs> essentially. In the social experiment. Yeah, in the social experiment, you propose. The next day, you guys get to meet in person. Okay, so the just to recap, so yes. you go from dating in a pod, you're in a pod behind a wall. Yes. If the person wants to meet you in person, they must propose. Yes. Once they propose, you're able to meet them in person. Mm-hmm. You are then given the option again. In person. In person. To say, I want to date this person or I don't. Yeah. Okay. If you decide to say yes, you go away on vacation for a week and -hmm. then you move in together for four weeks. Four weeks. And then at the end of it, you get married or you don't. Yes. So then at the end, you still have the opportunity to say like, 
no, I'm not going to marry you, or yes, we are going right. to get married. There was, they highlighted basically out of all these couples, six were highlighted. Mm-hmm. Five made it past Mexico to living together for four weeks. And then I want spoiler alert, spoiler alert, sorry, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, and then I want, then I really won't spoil the end of how many actually ended up into a marriage yeah. together. But honestly, to me, the most interesting part was when they were in the pods and then when they got to like meet each other for the first time. After that, it was like, although Mexico was pretty good too. So start with the pods. <clears throat> so the pods. What did you learn about the pods and which couples were you yeah. into or not into? So what they have now deemed the like interracial couple of this millennium. Yes. Yeah. They're like the quintessential interracial yeah, couple. For sure. They were super playing into that. So initially, I was super into them because I was like, wow, this is so great. Like, you know, because like on, I watch a lot of dating shows. Like I'm a big Bachelor, Bachelorette fan. Okay. The black girls always go home first. It's not fair. Yeah. Like, why are you even here, black girl? You think <laughs> you know you're not going to make it? You no, know you're not going to make it. Like, it's yourself. so weird, you yeah. know? I mean, it's not weird because this is the world that we live in. Yeah. But. So for this, when I saw this like white guy and he was like a good looking white guy, he's smart, he's a scientist. And then there's this black girl and she's like very charismatic. She has a great personality. Incredible she's personality. beautiful. She's a content creator, which I thought was interesting as well. I was wondering what that was. I think that means that you just post stuff on Instagram. Cool. What a job. How what a job. job. It pays How a job. Well, <laughs> when they got to Atlanta, you could tell the job wasn't paying a lot. Anyway. <laughs> Yo, when everybody went home, when you saw their houses, I was like, "Oh no!" And then, but so they're basically grappling. So this is where we're going with this: is that is love blind? Because these people are learning about each other. So imagine that you were with Hyundai guy. Yep. And this is essentially because you guys spoke on the phone prior to yep, this. Yep, we have been talking. We so have been imagine, texting. So that was like, this is sort of the same type of thing. You're totally. testing this is love blind. You really liked him. He's this great guy. Like, so in the show, they learn to like love, quote unquote, love each other. Because I mean, it's How six can you days, love each other? Which, yeah, is, you which also makes me uncomfortable. And it was super cringy. Yeah. Because when they started telling each other they loved each other and like, I was like, mm, this and is crying. Weird. Yeah. Crying. Okay, so all right, so while they're in the pods, there are a couple key characters that yeah. I feel like we should we should highlight. Okay, one is um, what's his name again? The, the hot one, Barnett. Barnett. <laughs> okay, so there are a couple key characters. Barnett. Barnett is like your quintessential tall, dark, and handsome. Uh, southern, southern, smart alecky gets all the girls. Frat boy. Frat boy. Totally. Totally. Total frat boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is kind of dating like three girls that he's into in the pods. Yeah. And, and it, all of them are into him. Yes. All of them are equally into him. Um, there's one named Jessica. There's one named Amber. Amber. And then Elsie. Mm-hmm. So Jessica uh, is into Barnett, but she's really got her heart captured by this other guy named Mark. And Mark and Jessica are connecting on an emotional and spiritual level. They're from the same place. They're they're both from outside of Chicago. Yeah. They both uh, religion is very important to mm-hmm. them. Jessica had been hurt in her past, was a little bit older. Mark was younger, ten years older, and Jessica made that very known the whole time. Yep. Yeah. But they had a lot in common. Mm-hmm. 
Now, Barnett, our hot frat boy, made her laugh. Mm -hmm. He was what she was used to dating. Correct. And she could feel that from him through the wall, Mm -hmm. which is really indicative, guys, of, of, of us as women having a type. 100%. You can identify your type through a wall. For sure. But what happened in that space is though she also felt someone that made her feel good. Yeah. Right? And so I felt torn for her in yes. this decision of do I go with what I know that I like or do I try something different? Mm-hmm. And in this particular instance, I believe that Jessica decided to try something. Well, that's no, not no, what no, happened. No, no, that no, is no. not what happened. See, that's the problem right. with Jessica. You're right. So had Jessica chosen something different, I will rock with her. My problem with Jessica is Jessica was being a little bitch on the show. So she wanted Barnett, but Mark wanted her. Barnett was unsure. She knew that Barnett was dating three women. She wasn't sure. She has a conversation with Barnett one night. He says coyly that, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to choose you. In so many words, he made her feel like she was going to choose him. Like her type probably often does. Right. Dummy. So then she goes to Mark and tells Mark, like, sorry, I'm going to I'm going to be with Barnett. I this is where it's at. So Mark is heartbroken. So she thinks she's like one. She's like, yes, Barnett's going to be mine. She's like, oh, these other girls talking about him. They don't know. He likes me. Blah, blah, blah. Then she goes back to Barnett the next day and she's like, they're playing truth or dare or something like that. And Barnett and she's like, okay. Truth or dare? He's like, truth. She's like, is it true that you feel the same way about me as yesterday? And he said, I don't know. OMG. She's like, you saw her face change? She was like, are you serious? He was like, yeah, I just don't know. Like, you know, and he was just being honest. Like, he's over there torn. He doesn't know. He's in the same way battling with, do I choose this person that is probably the typical person that he also dates. Correct. Or do I go with this woman that is a lot of fun and she makes me laugh she, she and challenges. she challenges me and she's strong. Yep. What do I do? Yep. So he ultimately decided to take the road of going yep. with something different. That someone who would challenge him and kind of take him to another level versus what was comfortable for him. Comfortable was Jessica. He told her to kick rocks. Jessica then... Goes back graveling to, to Mark. Mark. And I think, though, that there's a whole, there's a super important point here with Jessica going back to Mark. Because what she did, like a lot of us women do if you're single, is that she – this is the guy that made her feel comfortable. The guy that opened her up. The guy that she knew she could be herself. Right. Mean, nasty, yeah. sweet. Like she could be all versions of herself with this mm-hmm. guy, Mark. And so yeah. much so that she went to him like, I made a mistake and I messed up. And I don't think that she actually felt that way. She didn't. I think that she felt rejected. Yeah. And so she went to, to and she fell back in Mark's arms. And Mark being the really sensitive, sweet, loving guy that he is, said no problem. So now here we are. We have Jessica, 34 years old, Mark, 24 years old, but they have a very deep emotional connection. But Jessica never, ever liked the fact that she was 10 years older than him. Correct. She never liked that, but she was participating in the social experiment. Barely. I think she wanted to be on TV. 
Jessica can see me in the streets. I don't care. (laughs) If I was the producer of the show at that point, I would have been like, Jessica, you got to go. You ruined the social experiment. You're out of here. I think that she was the I best know. character you could have possibly no, had right. on that show because 100%. exactly what happened is... Especially at the end, which I will not spoil, but boy, did she really turn that... Sh- right, but here's mm-hmm. the thing that we need to talk about. Right. Is that her type of guy, which is Barnett, is actually the guy that will tell you that he fucking with you on a Monday yeah. and then not be fucking with you on a Friday. Yeah. And that's the part about it that I feel like why she we, she broke down when it yeah. came to Mark is because she was she like, realized. this can't happen to me again. Yeah. Again, again, again. Mm-hmm. And so what she did was she tried. She said, okay, fine. I'm going to go with this guy that wants to raise his kids in the church. And yeah, he's younger than me, but I'm his world. And he makes me feel beautiful. And he does all of these things. And then she sees him. Girl. Which, mind you, Mark was not unattractive. But, he but this was, is why Ashley sees herself in Jessica, because Mark was short. Mark was short. And she said, okay, we're going to figure this out. All right. She never wanted to figure it out. So she goes, she spends more time with Mark, and she realizes things like a 24-year-old has a roommate. Ooh, when they went to his house... Her house was like very well put together. She owned it, number one. (laughs) He was living with two roommates. Two roommates. And it was a hot mess in there. Two roommates. I started to feel in that moment, we watched the social experiment break down, that love actually is a lot more than how someone makes you feel inside. Right. There's too many other factors. There's too many other factors. They are not, it's not just looks. It is like I said before, and that's what was very different for me and difficult when wa- with watching Jessica and Mark is that like he's at a different point in his life, life than you are. Sure, age age shouldn't be a factor, right? You should age shouldn't matter. I disagree. But age does matter yeah. when I'm 34 and I own my home and I have a full career, and you're 24. You live with two roommates. Your mom still sends you care packages. We are at different points in life. I don't care how good you make me feel. Mm-mm. Love is is deeper than just the feelings that you feel yeah. inside of your heart. Yeah. And I think that this show, I think their intention was mm-hmm. to show you that love is 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 not blind. It's is, not blind. It's not blind. Listen, love is blind in the terms of like you can fall in love with this person, but then can you make it? No. The like social will the love outside survive? factor will the love survive, which I yeah. think was their thing. Yeah. Is that once the other factors come into play, when social media comes into play, when your family comes into play, yeah. when your friends come into play. When you're freaking just the way that you live and like the stand when we go back to the standards or the goals that you have set for yourself, if those don't match, you will not survive. You won't survive. I one hundred percent believe that. So I, I think that it's really interesting that that show um they, they had a couple different angles that you were able to look at love mm-hmm. through. Love can make you feel ways inside that external factors can override. 100%. And the perfect example of that is Jessica and Mark. 100%. Because at the end of the day, you can love somebody so much, but there's so, there's so many external factors which come into play in your day-to-day life Correct. that the upkeep of that love can become too difficult. It becomes 
something that ultimately, like, you still have to live in the world. You still have to go to your job or not go to your job. You still have to somehow blend your families and your, and if that doesn't work, then the love, even though you love that person and you will probably always love that person or you won't. And you know what I mean? Totally. Totally. So, but I also think it's so interesting as I looked at her personality and thought they knew that her personality type would fall for the guy that stroked her ego. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I thought it was so interesting the that casting she, was the casting, really good. yeah, the casting was great. She, her personality type was either going to go for the frat boy or was going to go for the guy that kissed the ground she walked on. Mm-hmm. I find myself in that yeah. conundrum often. Often. You do. This is your this is your battle. Do you go with the nice guy that would love your freaking dirty draws mm-hmm. or do you go with your type that's exciting and it and turns you on yep. and all this stuff? It's crazy. It's the battle. Now what I Now it's finding somewhere in the, the goal is to find that person that's in the middle. Like maybe he's not your ultimate like on the outside, maybe it doesn't all mesh, but there's some other external factors that bring him somewhere into the middle. Totally, totally. I have to like a I'll Lamborghini to. truck. <laughs> this is our favorite part of the show now because it's where we ask Ashley Ooh. or our guests that are here. But today it's just me and Ash. So today we're going to ask each other questions. So I'm going to start with you. Okay. So um, what nicknames have you had in your life? I actually have a complex about this. Why? Because I feel like people get nicknames from like friends and family members and it's like an adoring, endearing thing. I don't, don't have, have a nickname? any nicknames, dog. Besides Ash. Right, but that's just my short. Spoon? That's Ashley shortened. No, now my dad was Spoon. Mm-hmm. My brothers have been called Spoon. Mm-hmm. But no, I don't have any nicknames. And I feel like it's because people don't like me. <laughs> I think that definitely means people don't like you. That's weird. No, just kidding. Do you have a nickname? Oh, yeah. I've had several nicknames in my life. What are your, oh, some of them good, some of them bad. Huh? I said your fiance has one yeah. for you. Well, so I'll start from a, at a young age. So my first nickname that I ever had, and it was actually very mean, and this boy named Sterling Brown made this up in middle school, and I actually cried, and it led to my mom taking me to start getting my mustache waxed. He mm. called me Mustachely. Ah, can you believe it? Mustache. Mustachely, but... I my I came home crying one day. I'm like, Sterling, call me Mustachely. My mom was like, let's go get it waxed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's why I love my mom. And that's the kind of mom I'll How be too. How old were you? It was junior high. So seventh grade. So yeah. I was like 12, 13, hormones 12. Ki- hormones kicking in. Oh, and hair girl. Grow. When you're light skinned and have dark hair, listen. Yeah. Problems. Anyways. And then... um. Then a lot of people in high school called me Smashly. You whore! No, it was because I was a really good softball player. That's what they told you. <laughs> and then their conversations uh, behind doors were yeah. a little different. Smashly. Then I met my fiance, and he always calls me Munch or Munchy because I'm like a big snack eater. That's cute. He even though. got like a little necklace made for me that says Munchie, which is cute. That's um, mad so those cute. are mine. So you That's, really don't have any? No, Ash, so I swear to God. So we should like come up with one. Here's the only thing though, is Ash that Ash Dog. Is that Big A. 
Oh, I'm lying. Adrian did have a nickname for okay. me. She would call me Abi Shlavi. It was in our language. Okay. Um, See, we had like a little language. Yeah. Just Adrian. Just Adrian, though. Um, <laughs> Abi Shlavi. Okay. And so it's still to this day, like, she'll be Abi Shlavi. Okay, good. Um, and then now what's happening is that, like, it's, like, kind of been self-coined. Yeah. Um, but now everybody's seeing me and being like, young queen, young yeah. queen. What's good, young queen? Good job. What's Self-branding. Up, That's what it's about in 2020. Yeah. yeah so. Okay. Awesome. My turn. Okay, I'm going to ask turn. you a question. What is the funniest advice your mother gave you? <laughs> Pam's funny. My mom is a hot mess. So Pam's let me funny. think about it. While you think, I'll um, What's I'll yours? share you mine. Yeah, my mom. It might it may have screwed me up as my in my adult life, mm-hmm. but my mother always told me that you're supposed to have one man for everything. Good job, mom. That you never you never need one man. You mm-hmm. need one man for, for everything. everything. You should have one man that is handy. One man that you have a good time with. Mm-hmm. One man that you... And maybe that's now why I'm single because I just deal with Mama all these... Mama fucked you up. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. Now you, now, now, they, yeah. now you can't keep one man. Right. I can't keep one man. Oh, no. Aww. So sad. That's not true. You just haven't found the right man. What advice, funny advice have you, has your mom given? I don't know. I can't think of that one. You can't? Sorry. Okay. Um, and then one more I'm going to ask you is, what's the worst job you had in, as a teenager? Oh, gosh. I had a lot of really bad jobs as a teenager because I stayed with a job. Stayed? But I did. I stayed with a job. I mean, From important. 16 on, I stayed with a job. So, um, But probably like my first job, which I thought was going to be amazing, and it was actually awful, and I think I stayed there for two weeks. I worked at Sam Goody. The music store. Yeah. Okay. I thought it would be really cool, but like I spent most of the day like organizing, like, you know, they all had to be in like alphabetical order and stuff, and it was actually very annoying. Yeah. And it was just boring. It was in a weird part of the mall. No one really came in there. <laughs> and I was like, why did I do this again? So then I switched to Aldo, and that was great. Oh, shoe store. Yeah. What about I like, you? Um, I would tell you my best job first. Okay. So my first job ever was Foot Locker. Good job. I worked in Foot Locker and I figured Great that, place to meet guys. Uh, hello? I, that's know, I worked I, at Nike Town. That was yeah, solid. Solid place to meet guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I also felt like I had the hell of a chance to make commission because I would yeah. always try to upsell them. Yeah. It's easy. Right? And like what guy wants to act like he ain't got it? Yeah. To so the cute girl that works at the yeah. store, you know? You were winning. Um, so I'm sure some of them brought those two. If you guys remember the two for 89 sale that used to happen at Foot Locker? Oh. Yeah, that was considered a multiple if you sold two shoes. Oh, good job. So I'd be like, well, why don't you just get this? Yeah. It's only 80, it's only $89 at yeah, 16. Yeah, I know you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, but actually, more than meeting guys that came in there, it was the em- other employees that were like oh, the yeah. hottest. The hottest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can count on there being a good looking guy in a Foot Locker. Yeah. Now they're much too young for me, but. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> But at um, the time, yeah. But I was much like you too that I always had a job. Like yeah. I stayed working. That reminds me, actually, my very worst job because I think I blocked this out. <laughs> it was also one of those Craigslist type jobs. <laughs> and I sat in a room. We had like little cubbies, right? And we were selling radio spots t- for minor league baseball teams like in middle america so i was calling like bob's welding and i'd have to be like 
like do the radio spot? <laughs> do it. Do it. Do I it, don't do know. It, do like, it. do it. <laughs> I don't even remember, but they were all baseball themed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had to be like, do you want to hit it out of the park? <laughs> well, you need to call Bob's Welding today for all your welding needs. All you guys in Shushada, Mexico, New Mexico. Like, you'd be like, huh? What? Maybe like hanging up on you. Like it was awful. That is so good. And I have like the worst voice for that also. They were like, who's playing on my phone? Like, yeah. this little Who girl? this child playing on my phone? <gasps> oh, that reminded me because I definitely found that on Craigslist and I was there like two weeks. I was like, I fucking hate this. Craigslist jobs. I could not sell an ad. That could is... not. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Ask Ashley Podcast. And if you want to connect with us, you can find our website at www.askashleypodcast.com. And if you're looking for us personally, you can find me, Ashley W., at Dear Young Queen. And you can find Ashley North at Ashley North Style. Don't forget to shop with her at Shop A in Style.